This is going to be a really honest podcast today. I don't even know if I'll post it. I've just recently been finding the more honest and more true to myself that I am, the more it pays off. Like, I'm trying to be here for my family. I'm trying to be here for other people, for the world, to make it a better place. And so I just want to keep doing things that I think will make me a better person and just more able to help. Because... I found that out, like the honesty paying off because I'd wanted to have a conversation with my little brother for a long time. I never did. But then I did a podcast about like that conversation that I had wanted to have, talk to him about. And then he actually just ended up listening to it and coming and bringing it to me. Like the me putting it out there and showing that I was open to it in general made him feel comfortable enough to bring it to me and another example I mentioned in a podcast about realizing the mistakes I had made with a girlfriend and a lot of people have respected that and thanked me and it was actually very healing for me just doing it for myself so today I guess I almost just intend on a little bit of therapy for me but I still could share it because I know the lessons and struggles that I go through can be very common ones. And I just, I think the worst kind of suffering is silent and lonely suffering. So I want to make it very clear and put it out there to people that they aren't alone. We're all here together and anyone can share with anyone. Honesty is healing. So I think this episode today will probably be called Letter to My Dad. And... I love my dad incredibly much. I'm incredibly grateful to have a father that's been in my life for my whole life. I was taught a lot by him, and now I'm learning a lot from him. I think there's a profound difference, profound nuance between those two. The journey of transition from being his dependent child to his adult son has been and is continuing to be one full of constant growth and this began at 14. If you know about chakras, you understand how the years of your life correlate to the phase of development you're in. Zero to seven, you're developing the first chakra, the root chakra. The theme of the first chakra is safety and security, and if you think about it, it makes sense. A baby is dependent. It has to be kept safe. It's in a stage of exploration and discovery of a world where every single thing is a threat. When you think about it, even a large bottom taking a seat on the couch is a massive threat when you're a small child directly in the line of fire of that butt. So that's the first chakra, zero to seven. Second chakra is associated with the seventh to 14th year of your life. And third begins at 14 and goes until you're 21. Now, the themes of third chakra is personal power, independence, self-control, self-motivation, a whole lot to do with the self. You know, up until 14, you're incredibly reliant and dependent on older people. You're still not doing very much for yourself. And around 14 is where this begins to change. And just an interesting side note here, many ancient cultures, many tribes, many peoples of whom we're descended from did not have the concept of teenagers in their society. You were a child until you became a man. There was one or the other. 
there's usually some form of rite of passage and that marked your transition. Fail that and you were still a child and uh, adult children were not commonly tolerated as they far too frequently are today. We're seeing a lot of hurt, weak children in adult bodies. My generation is being looked on as more and more pathetic. And of course it's true because by and large, we're a generation of children trying to become adults that have been raised by adults who they themselves are still stuck as children. That was a little segue, but yeah, 14 is the age at which you begin to break off from your dependence. What we call teenage years are very commonly associated with links and bonds between things that teenagers were very connected to as children. Being, these links being severed. Like there's that switch from no matter how into Ben 10 you were, now there's no chance in hell you'd be caught dead wearing a Ben 10 school bag. Entire mates and friend groups can change and parents be rejected and dismissed and ignored because it's the time where you actually are supposed to find things out for yourself. Self-control, self-motivation, independence, all of these things rely on you having a self and a sense of self. And so in order to learn and do any of them, you actually have to have a self. And so that's what this period is, self-discovery. What do I actually like and dislike? What do I genuinely, as my own person, like? I know I liked a lot of food, but is that just because that's what mum and dad put on my plate? I know I'm into Disney Channel, or is that just because that's what mum and dad allowed me to have on TV? You start to discover these things, and that's what you're supposed to do. That's how you become the unique, individually talented you that has your own personality and unique lens on life and provides that value and content to the world. Now, so far, I've entirely avoided talking about myself, so I'll bring it back to why I brought this up. As a child, I was extremely close with my parents. We always hung out on a fam as a family on weekends, had dinner together every night, all watched TV together until bed every night. I had no clue there was even any other way to be. I had friends and playdates and hung out with mates, but honestly wasn't hanging out with them as frequently as others because I was busy doing awesome shit with my family. And I'm lucky and extremely grateful for that. And then as pretty much everyone around 14, 15, I guess I did start hanging out with mates much more and just inevitably things became different and there's no issue with that but where the struggle has been or not struggle just opportunity for learning between me and my family has been is that I'm extremely blessed for my own self-discovery and learning to have taken place in such a fashion that it's resulted in the things that I find valuable and that I know I genuinely like and love not just what they put on me and the, like these things are incredibly vastly different from theirs and also just incredibly different from anyone in their social circles now i i imagine a lot of people going through this stage of development like me think the same like it, they just can't seem to understand and it's very foreign foreign i mean foreign to them but i think obviously from my own opinion i am quite different to them it's not just like my dad raised me playing soccer all the time and then I switched and went to cricket 
no, like I'm lucky enough to have had my entire life changed. If the cricket example were the case, even though I'm sure there's some parents out there that would even struggle with that, they could have just transitioned into putting up with a new sport. Now, I think the lesson here that's relatable to everyone my age is I'm different from my parents and I can still entirely love them, but firstly not want to be t not want to follow in their footsteps I guess but also to have my own core values and ideas that might entirely go against theirs and I guess I'm discussing this for my own learning but I don't quite know what you're supposed to do when family have core ideas that they hold that oppose other members of the family's core ideas. Well, I say I don't know, but the the obvious answer is it's love either way. It's love and acceptance either way, because that's the only thing that you you can ever have. Like, uh, I posted a quote on my story, attachment, attachment is the only thing that causes unhappiness. Attachment is the one and only source of unhappiness. It's acceptance, tolerance, and just realizing, fuck, even if someone's wrong, it's, it's their truth, and it's their understanding. And I guess the opposite of acceptance is fear, because I have my own values and opinions, and I think any time someone tries to talk me out of those, I guess, I think it's just, well, you have to love them for it, because they're doing it out of their fear that my opinion, which is different to theirs, and they, they hold that opinion because they think it's the safe one, so therefore, mine is not safe, and mine could be dangerous, and it could actually be harmful to me, so I guess the seeing the love in it is that they're just looking for help for me so that's just what I always try to keep in mind when I have a disagreement with my family I think this is better titled letter to my parents it's that we can be totally fucking opposed on stuff and it makes no difference like of course, the the fear is there that you think I'm going to harm myself, but or get myself hurt or do something stupid. But I hold the opinions that I hold because I think they're not doing something stupid. I think they're what's doing what is right. And at the end of the day, I wish they had my opinions as well, because I hold my opinions because to me, they are the ones that are safe and that would make their lives better and help them more. And so both sides are having this conflict and the disagreement and the argument over... Sorry, I got interrupted there. I was just trying to express that the arguments and the... Whenever your parents are... Well, I think the reason for so much perhaps frustration and aggression and conflict and 
the um, perhaps not nice presentation of their views to you or to me. It's just coming from like all that anger and frustration they're expressing is so the amount of that that's coming out you have to realize is equivalent to the amount of fear that they're feeling on the inside because they're worried that if you don't do what their opinions and values are telling them is the right thing to do they they just they fear you'll get hurt so i will leave it there i'm in future going to do much longer podcasts with guests um this is already the longest one i've ever done thank you if you made it to the end i really really hope this helps you um some people listening might not be teenagers but maybe keep it in perspective if you ever get frustrated with children it's that understand that you're coming from like all your anger is coming from that fear and that wanting of them to do well and live well and be happy but make sure that you're anger of expression of that fear like get the point across and help them out without subtracting from their life by trying to make it better i think that's what is happening a lot in the world is the um we're trying to be good in ways that are horrible everyone's good on the inside everyone can tell what's good and bad we all have a moral compass we all are made from love. We're here for love. But sometimes we just get a little confused in how we go about it. I hope this was helpful. I'll make more soon. Have a sensational morning, afternoon, or evening. Goodbye.